Double D bonus episode. Alright guys, well, tis the season for what people call the Hallmark holiday, Valentine's Day. So I thought I would go into the uh, history a bit and I would give you a couple uh, stories. Fair warning, these are all murder cases, except for one I believe, and yeah, fair warning, that's all. Um, so here we go. Valentine's Day actually marks the date of the execution of St. Valentine by the Roman Emperor Claudius II during the 3rd century AD. And what was St. Valentine's crime? The most popular theory holds that he had been officiating at weddings of soldiers, despite that marriage had been outlawed for them. Apparently, the emperor felt that love and romance made for weak soldiers. But long before St. Valentine's execution, February 14th, had come to be associated with fertility and blood. Between February 13th and the 15th, Romans celebrated a feast called Lupercalia by sacrificing a goat and a dog and then whipping naked women with the hides, all in the interest of making the women more fertile. In the 5th century AD, Pope Glesius I outlawed Lupercalia and officially declared February 14th to be the feast of St. Valentine, or Valentine's Day. So let's hop into our first little story. I think I've got about four stories here. This isn't going to be a super long episode. I'm afraid I'm not a very big fan of Valentine's Day myself, but I figured, how could I jip you on, on another holiday, right? I haven't jipped you yet on holidays, so I figured, let's give you a little, a little something. So first story, I'm going to call this one The Loving Couple. A loving couple was tortured to death after a Valentine's Day dance on Valentine's Day in 1971. 19-year-old Jesse McBain and 20-year-old Patricia Mann. The young lovebirds accompanied each other to a Valentine's Day dance at a local hospital. Police initially ignored the case, assuming the couple had just run away or eloped. A few weeks later, a local surveyor found two bodies, tied to a tree, still lovingly leaned against each other. It was Jesse and Patricia. Marks on their necks and bodies indicated that the rope was tightened and slacked around them multiple times, implying that there was some sort of sick torture. That is a really sad story. <laughs> um, but they never found out who had done it. And it's been many, 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 many years. And yeah, that's a sort of sad, sad little story. So let's go to the next story, which is probably the most famous one. This is about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Chicago's gang war reached its bloody climax in the so-called St. Valentine's Day Massacre of 1929. One of Capone's longtime enemies, the Irish gangster George Bugsy Moran, ran his bootlegging operations out of the garage at 2122 North Clark Street. On February 14th, seven members of Moran's operation were gunned down while standing lined up facing the wall of the garage. Some 70 rounds of ammunition were fired. 
When police officers from Chicago's 36th district arrived, they found one gang member, Frank Gussenberg, barely alive. And a few minutes before he died, they pressed him to reveal what had happened, but Gussenberg wouldn't talk. Police could only find a few eyewitnesses, but eventually concluded that gunmen dressed as police officers had entered the garage and pretended to be arresting the men. Though Moran and others immediately blamed the massacre on Capone's gang, the famous gangster himself claimed to have been at his home in Florida at the time. No one was ever brought to trial for the murders, and it remains one of the biggest unsolved crimes in history, and one of the more famous. <laughs> um especially for Valentine's Day. Loving. So let's move on to the next story. The mysterious murder of two sophomores. Less than a year after the attack on Columbine High School, the school was in mourning again when two sophomores were mysteriously gunned down in a sandwich shop. Nick Kunselman and Stephanie Hart Grizzle were drawn together by arts and music. They were absolutely inseparable. Early on February 14th, 2000, one of Nick's co-workers spotted the sandwich shop's lights on after midnight and saw someone leave out the back, a man who was about 5'8", white, and blonde. The co-worker had found Nick and Stephanie shot dead behind the counter, and they were buried together near Morrison, Colorado. Yeah, that's a sad story. That that whole area just suffered so much in that time. It's um, pretty sad. So let's move on to the last story I have for you guys. This is an unsolved case. I hope you like it. (laughs) Or not like it, but find it interesting. The disappearance of Maureen Fields in 2006. 41-year-old Maureen Fields seemed very perturbed when she showed up for work on Valentine's Day at the Wells Fargo Bank in Parnup, Nevada. Maureen was in the midst of a troubled marriage to her allegedly domineering husband, Paul Fields, and she had told her co-workers that something was going to happen. The following day, Maureen went missing. According to her husband, Maureen left the residence that morning to go to work, but she never arrived. One day later, Maureen's abandoned vehicle was found stuck in the sand in a remote section of the Mojave Desert near Death Valley. Her purse and several other belongings, including a pair of pantyhose, were left behind, and there was a blanket on the ground with traces of blood and vomit. There was an empty bottle of Xanax um, found at the scene, and the initial speculation was that she had wandered off into the desert to commit suicide. However, her body never turned up, and since the pill bottle was wiped clean of fingerprints, it seemed that the scene was staged. Male DNA was found on the pantyhose, but it did not match Paul Fields whom police had considered to be a prime suspect. In 2012, the case took a surprising turn when the DNA matched to an elderly convicted sex offender named Keith Wayne Holmes. Holmes claimed to know Paul, her husband, and by this point, he was suffering from dementia and could not provide any, provide, (laughs) and could not provide any concise answers. Holmes died in prison hospice care in April of 2014. And um, Maureen's husband, Paul, is... Still their main suspect, but no arrests have been made, and this is still an unsolved case. So my sources for this were Thought Catalog, Thought Catalog, <laughs> Thought Reader's Digest, History.com, and NineNews.com. <sighs> so there you have it. A little teeny tiny taste of history, um, well, the history behind Valentine's Day, and... A couple unsolved murders. I could have gotten 
way deeper. There was some really disturbing ones that I personally thought were really distasteful um, to share on this medium. But I will be posting pictures of the victims. And if anybody knows anything, I mean, I contact the police. So yeah, that is that on that. It's a very short episode. I'm very sorry, but Valentine's Day, it doesn't stir up any great emotion for me. (laughs) But I promise there's going to be better episodes coming up after this. So you can just have this tiny little tidbit. Ooh, tidbit. You can have this tiny little tidbit and enjoy it. And I will, uh, yeah, be doing research on um, a much bigger story. Actually, I've been working on this one story for two weeks now. And it is deeply depressing and very interesting to me. We'll, we'll, we'll get more into that later. Um, well, when I release it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for me. I am done here. If you want to find us, we are on Instagram at Double D Movie Night. Uh, we are on Facebook, uh, Double D Movie Night Podcast. You can just type us in the search bar and we will pop up right away. Um, just join and you'll be accepted, most likely. <laughs> um, we have a link tree, which I will put the down in the uh, show notes for you. And yeah, that's what we're doing now. So, and I hope you guys have a fantastic Valentine's Day, whether you love it or you're like me and you're just like indifferent. And yeah, that's it. I guess I will talk to everybody later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this special bonus episode. Be sure to follow, share, and rate us on your podcast apps.